you're very welcome back to Genius Hack. Hack. We remember the name of our show. (laughs) You're very welcome back to Genius Hack. There we go. (laughs) It's not like it's a hard word either. No, it's not. It's a four-letter word. Yeah, and it's pretty simple. It's simple enough. We kind of made it. It's one syllable. Yeah. Easy to say. It's quick. We made this name with me in mind and my terrible, terrible diction. The (laughs) literary skills. I point out the, the English degree person you know <laughs> i i'm gonna say that that i i i think i was better when i was in school and then i learned so much english that it just pushed <coughs> out everything i knew so now go back to maybe like sixth class level english so you're getting back all the other stuff now and pushing the english out is that kind of what's happening kind of okay <laughs> yeah I, I honestly that's one thing i think we should look into and not that, that exactly <laughs> but not like your brain and its, its ability to hold on to english but like that's a whole different series does our brain have a capacity I and do what is that, that capacity? Yeah. Is like there a see, point where you can learn too much? Yeah, you see that in like animations and stuff. Mm. Like where in like, you know, where there's the files in the brain or like in SpongeBob where they threw out his <laughs> name. <laughs> what is it? Fine dining and breathing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, now I want to watch SpongeBob. Yeah, I always want to watch SpongeBob. Well, so that was the show for this <laughs> week. We're going to go watch some SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like, and I always think The Simpsons as well. And there's the episode where it's showing what's in Homer's brain and like all yeah. the different segments and stuff. And I often wonder, do we have a, a capacity at which like you can't yeah. learn anymore? Yeah. And like, you know, because you forget things. Yeah. And well, your brain prioritizes things. I think the creepiest thing is when you have absolutely zero recollection <clears throat> of something happening. And yeah. like there's like photos. Like, I mean, this could either be when you drank a little bit too much or just <laughs> in general. Not like, that either of us would as we yes, are very well behaved people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry to stereotype but yeah um, it's a bit stereotypical there Orla um, stereotypes always come from somewhere Sean no smoke without fire yeah <laughs> um, but yeah like it is very unnerving when you just genuinely mm. cannot remember something that you Absolutely. know you were there for Oof. yeah and like your brain will or do you know what I've actually had happen me and a friend will have different recollection of the same event <gasps> Like the and Mandela effect. Kind of, yeah. yeah. But it'll be something kind of personal to us. Like, yeah. I remember, and th- this is a, a little bit of a quick aside here, but I remember as a kid, we'd gone on a tour. It was one of those, like, um, you know, the things the schools do, like when you're in sixth year and they bring you to, like... Oh, the um, fun tour. The, no, no, this was the not fun tour. This oh. was the... Here are all the different oh, six, colleges, oh, like, sorry, in the RDS. Year, I was in sixth class. No, sixth year. Sorry. Like, we go to the RDS and yeah. they show you where all the, the different higher colleges options. are. The higher options. I think that's yeah. what it actually was. Yeah. And we went and did that. And then after it was like, okay, you, you don't have to do anything now. You can either head home or if you want to head into town. And at the time, I hadn't been going into town very regularly because mm-hmm. growing up in Blanchestown... You've got a shopping centre, you don't need to yeah. go into town very often. Yeah. So I was kind of like, okay, we'll work out how to get back into town, we'll figure this out. <laughs> and we know the whole situation up to a certain point where we could either go down this road or go down this road. It's split. <laughs> and in my head, I was the one who made the call that, no, we're going down the wrong one, we'll switch and go that way. I'm pretty sure that's the right way to go. Yeah. And in my mate's head, it was him. That's so And weird. we never worked out we had a different recollection of this until we were sitting in the car, in his dad's car years later, he was yeah. dropping us somewhere. And we just were talking about the whole thing. And I just was kind of telling the story to someone else at the time. And it was, uh, I said, oh, yeah. And then I'd made the decision. No, like, I think we're going the wrong way. And he turns around <laughs> and goes, what do you mean you made the decision that we're going the wrong way? It was me. <laughs> exact same situation. And yeah. we had completely different recollections of who had made that decision. And the weirdest thing is, like, you will just never know. No. Like, that's just something that happened in time that will never happen again. 
and you can't no. go back to find out the answer. Whose brain is more reliable? That's the thing. Oh. It's like, but we don't know. We can't know. It's so weird. But it was me, obviously. Obviously, yeah. And yeah, because you have to side with me. Yeah. Because otherwise I can leave. Yeah, I don't even know who this guy is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who's he? Or his don't brain. Tr- don't or how reliable him. his brain is. You've never met him before. You can't yeah. trust him. He could be anybody. <laughs> or nobody. Yeah. Uh, how do I know if this guy's <laughs> even real? Do you know he even exists? <laughs> it's actually you just walking down the street yeah, arguing to yourself. Me on my own, just having a chat with myself. <gasps> Plot twist, you both made the call <gasps> in this in this universe. <laughs> we we made the decision together. <laughs> Well, that was a segue in the... <laughs> yes, very strange segue into uh, kind of not at all what we're talking about today. Not at all. I was, while we were talking, I was trying to like, trying to think of a segue to bring it back to the main topic, but no. Nah. No, nah, there wasn't one. No. But anyway, yes. we got really unlucky because last week, uh, last Tuesday, mm. we had the show, the show went out, and then Tuesday night after the show went out, Google made a massive announcement, yeah. a massive technology announcement, and of course it comes... At the worst possible time, yeah. because it was it meant we have to have to wait a week yes. before we could talk about yeah. it. But it also gave God, time Google. to kind of stew the idea a little bit. Yeah, no, it did give us enough time to kind of look at what people were saying and, and come up with a topic around it. Because mm. um, like if it happened, if it came out and then we had our show the next day, there wouldn't be enough about it. No, like, I mean, I'd say it would still be in the is this a rumor phase? Yeah. Because there's a, when there's something <coughs> big and exciting, it's like, wait, is this, it's like that whole too good to be true. <laughs> yeah, but no, this is real. And mm. it's it was, we'll, we'll get into it in a bit more detail in a minute because we're going to lead into it. Mm. But anybody who knows what kind of is interested in either gaming or just like streaming media and sort of that will know what Google yeah. announced. It was a pretty big thing. Yeah. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, we're going to talk, before we get into that as well, we're going to talk about streaming in general. Yes. Um, yeah. Taking and over the world. Completely taking over yeah. the world. Like in terms of uh, like how we like take in our media, mm. like we're kind of I think we're in a good age group in that we can kind of remember a good uh, spread of it. Yeah. Like I'd say because we're about the same age. I think we're only a year between us. Not so even, I don't is yeah, there even a few months. only a few months? So 90, yeah, we're essentially the same age. Ninety two. Ninety one. And the ninety one though October ninety one. Oh, I'm kind of oh I'm September ninety two. So yeah, no, yeah. you're right. You can do the maths and work out exactly what the t- the difference is between us and how old we are there. Because <laughs> I'm not going to talk about how old I am. No. Uh, <laughs> even though I just completely gave it away by saying October ninety one. Um, but uh, yeah, so we'd kind of remember still early on cassettes still being around mm. and VHS cassettes still being around. Yeah. And then my, Poca- my Pocahontas um, cassette and my Lion King D- T- not DVD video are still my prized possessions. Yeah, I still have the first Pokemon movie on VHS. <gasps> I never owned it. And you got <gasps> you got a Mewtwo with that, didn't you? A shiny Pokemon. Yes. Yeah. I think you, got, you got a shiny card. I can't remember exactly whether it was Mew or Mewtwo. Uh, yeah. Like, actually, I can't remember. I think, I think it was Mewtwo. Hmm. Yeah. But you got <laughs> things. And that was that was cool. Like You yeah. got things when you bought stuff like that. Yeah. And so we still remember when physical media was the way yeah. and the only way yeah. to get entertainment. And then, obviously, we moved on to DVDs and CDs. And they were they were the main way we did it. Yeah. And then I think Blu-ray never really hit its stride because no. Blu-ray came along at the time when downloads were still a big thing. Yeah. I buy Blu-ray, but only for very specific things. Yeah. Like, I'm a big Studio Ghibli fan, so I'm collecting all the oh, Studio Ghibli beautiful. things on Blu-ray because they look gorgeous yeah. in HD and, you know, really nice. Yeah. Um, so there's certain things. And I, what I even found was, with Blu-rays up to a couple of years ago, there was a company called Ultra, I think it was Ultraviolet. Mm-hmm. And when you bought your Blu-ray, you got a little code in, in a lot of them that allowed oh. you to get the digital version the of download. it. So I you could do download it. These, yeah. And so even at the time, the companies were still sort of pushing it towards maybe download yeah. this instead. Yeah. Because companies have kind of wanted us to go in the non-physical direction for a while because it costs them less money. They mm. don't have to print DVDs and yeah. 
games and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and we sort of seen download media sort of become the thing in sort of the mid 2000s. Yes. So you could download all your games. Yeah. You could download all your music. Um, if I'm going to be completely honest, I'm still relatively new to downloading mm. games. Like, I didn't really know that this was a thing. Like, in my head, it was just like movies and box sets and music yeah. and stuff. I didn't realize that you could actually download games. <laughs> yeah, where there's a lot of people who it's been 10 years or more yeah. since they've bought a physical game. Yeah. And for me, I'm a physical game purchaser because I prefer to it's just it's the I'm, I'm, like I'm old CDs. school like that yeah. I prefer to walk into a shop and buy something and feel like I own something physically yeah. and can bring that home and there's a, a certain it's nice having something tangible that yeah. you you gave your money and you got this physical thing back because I you think you can look at it on a shelf yeah because yeah. I, I kind of fall into like I have an e-reader mm. so it's like oh I'll buy this book oh, I'll buy this book and then it's like or like it's still money you're still buying things this wasn't yeah. free. <laughs> exactly. It's so easy to just download things. Yeah. And what we're seeing now is it's being made even simpler because who doesn't have a music streaming service on their phone? Hmm. But most people have whatever it is, whether they use Spotify or Deezer or yeah. Google Play Music or whatever. You know, they have all these so different many, ones. Like. Most people have something like that on their phone. Yeah. Um, and even if it's not music, it's something like Audible where you have your audiobooks. Yeah. Um, most people have their, their Netflix or their, if they're in, a, in the States, you'll have Hulu or yeah. Amazon Prime and stuff on I'm your phone. all these boxes. Yeah, we've, we've all got most of them. And convenience. It is. It's, it's it's convenience. And even though I'm I'm like yourself, I like to have even with my music. I like to have a physical CD. Mm. There's something. I think it's and I'd say younger people probably just don't even really get the connection here. But like, there's something about the ritual, nearly yeah. of taking something off a shelf or taking something out of a press and opening the case and putting yeah. it in and that whole thing. Especially it's on the day of, of release. Mm. Like I love, like I said, like with music, if they're like my favourite band or artist or musician and I know that they are they have an album coming out, like I'm probably going to stream it on my phone, but I always listen, in, listen to CDs in my car. So I love like going into like whatever music shop <clears throat> and finding it and like buying it on the first day. I'm just like, oh, yeah. it's, it's, just, it's, cool. it's more exciting because I mean, you can just like if like if I was to download it, wake up at like half eight or something, download it, don't go back to bed. Yeah, and then it's kind of like it's the, not it doesn't the have the same thing. Yeah. yeah, it's like you don't get them so much anymore because downloading has become so popular. But like I remember when video games, the big games like your Grand Theft Autos and stuff, the queues and the midnight launches. Yeah, I and love midnight gone. launches. And like you used to get those all the time and they don't happen anymore because yeah. why would the shop pay their staff extra to stay to do a midnight launch when you're yeah. probably only going to get a handful of people these days. Yeah. You used to get hundreds of people. Oh. I remember when the uh, extra vision are gone now, but when mm -hmm. the extra vision that used to be on the corner over here would have a midnight launch and there'd be a queue around the corner yeah. for some of the games and stuff and like different stuff that would come out. And that was really cool. But we're in, a, we're in the vast minority of people who prefer the mm. physical side of stuff yeah. because uh, figures have come out that 75% of the music industry's revenue is from streaming no way 75% it massively outclasses everything else now in that sense I think it's good because illegal downloading was blowing up mm. and like artists are getting nothing <clears throat> from it and although artists like they depending on who the artist is they don't get a massive chunk especially yeah. smaller smaller artists Jesus <laughs> cannot speak um, <coughs> small, smaller artists wouldn't get a big a big percentage of the streams but they were getting something and they're getting recognition yeah. and they could trend whereas when it was just illegal downloading 
that was it. It was illegal. Nobody got any money. Well, and, and well, there was a few artists that launched their career through illegal downloading. Really? There was a guy. Now, I didn't even think of bringing this up. So, so annoyingly, I don't have his name here. I'll, do you know what I'll do? I'll post it on social media after yeah. the show and when I when I get it. Um, but what he did was he realised because there was a problem with streaming earlier on, uh, not streaming, downloading early mm. on. Um, like any technologies, there's new, there's there's problems and issues to come along. Mm. And when people would use like torrent sites and stuff to download stuff, you'd download something, and 99% of the time, well, not even 99% of the time, a lot of the time, if you downloaded this movie, whatever movie it was, you would get what it is you're supposed to be downloading. Yeah. But there was a lot of cases where people would name things the wrong names yeah. and are purposely name things other names so you download it and spend then, hours downloading it and yes that's the thing like people now don't realise that like especially younger people sometimes oh. it would take hours to download a film <laughs> it took or to so download long an album. to watch shows and even legally I'm not talking about like, no just, exactly just, even yeah. if you're doing it completely legally <laughs> Because um, like broadband and Wi-Fi, it wasn't equipped to deal no. with that level. A lot of, of people didn't have broadband; they just had yeah. like old school internet. God, but anyway, what this up. what this guy did was took advantage of the fact that people couldn't check what they were downloading before they were downloading. Mm. Now a lot of people get into a lot of trouble because they downloaded illegal stuff that mm. they obviously you don't want to have on your computer. Yeah. And they were done for horrible, horrible things when they never yeah. intentionally downloaded these things. Yeah. But what this guy did was he was a, a hip hop artist. So he would upload songs as, you know, if, say, if 50 Cent had released a new song that week. So 50 Cent's new song, he'd name it that or Eminem's new song or whatever. <laughs> so that hip hop fans would accidentally download his song, Clever play it. Boy. It was Soldier Boy. What? It was Soldier Boy. That's who it was. Oh, so, my God. And that's what he'd do. He'd put up the song uh, as 50 Cent or Eminem or whoever. Download, they'd download the thing and they'd hear, hold on, this isn't 50 Cent. But actually, it's kind of cool. Who's this? Yeah. And that's why a lot of his his early stuff starts off with his name. Like, you know, yeah. Soldier Boy and you know, all this kind oh. of stuff. That's why, because he was, this is who I am. Oh, my God. But that was so clever. That was someone taking advantage of the fact that you couldn't preview what you were downloading before you downloaded yeah. it. Yeah. And even in some cases when you could, no one did. Yeah. You just download it. The new 50 Cent song? Yeah, download yeah, sure. it. This isn't 50 Cent. Yeah. <laughs> But that's how people did use that technology yeah. to their advantage. So some people did make a, make a career out of it. Soldier Boy became now he was kind of a one hit wonder. Yeah. But he made a career out of music after that. Like, I remember learning the dance to that by one of the girls in my <coughs> class while we were waiting oh to go to go into our science our science class. I think I was like in first year, or second year, and our teacher was always late, so she'd taught like an entire group of us that dance in a very small corridor. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> All girls school. <laughs> wow, there you go. Well, there's some information that you may not have ever needed to know about, or but now you do. Could probably still do it. But uh, anyway, the music industry, there, the US music industry's revenue, the way it's split up, like we have a, we have a pie chart in front of us here. Um, 75% streaming, as you said. Physical only accounts for 10%. Really? And downloading has become such a small niche thing now that it's only 12%. It's essentially around it's the same as wow. digit, as physical. And to be honest, I'd say digital would <coughs> fizzle out before physical. Yes. Because you're still going to get people like us who want to have the physical copy. Because, mm. I mean, you'll, uh, there's people uh, like older than us, younger than us, who still appreciate the physical copy. Yeah. Because um, we have in our head an advantage. There's an advantage yeah. to physical, whereas what's the advantage to digital downloads over streaming? Yeah, there isn't like, really is any. Is there a real difference? Because... Like, that's it. Like, I'm not going to <coughs> download an album and then stream it as well. Yeah. Like, 
and it's going to take up memory on my phone. Exactly. Whereas you stream it, because that's one thing. Hmm. I never, before streaming became a big thing, I never used my phone for music. Same. I had a separate MP3 player yeah. because I didn't want to take up all that space on my phone. Yeah. But now you stream, all the space is taken up as whatever size the app is. Yeah. And that's it. And there's never any more space taken up. So if you can fit exactly. the app comfortably, you can have as much music as you want on your phone. So have now you? I stream on my phone. And I think even, as you mentioned, MP3 <coughs> players, they were kind of a little window, a little nugget of, like, an in-between. Because, obviously, it wasn't streaming. And it was, like, it was kind of when digital downloads were kind of getting bigger. Mm-hmm. And I had, like, an MP3 player that held about 20 songs. One oh, of which wow. was Barbie Girl. And it came, oh, like, no. auto-programmed <laughs> onto it. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, no. I was, was thrilled song. to it have great. Barbie Girl. Someone, someone played that on... Uh, Phoenix FM a few weeks back, a few months back, was one of the lyrical lunchtime guys oh. for the crack. Can't remember who it was, but actually played Barbie Girl. Good stuff. What, mm. what a jam. But um, you were looking as well at um, the figures for the last uh, last few years, so from 2015 to 2018. Um, the overall like music industry revenue, which has gone up, mm-hmm. uh, but also looking at what amount, what percentage of it is uh, when it comes, no, not music industry stuff, sorry, uh, streaming revenue, mm-hmm. uh, which has gone up year on year. Um, and kind of looking at how many billions of dollars it's worth. Last year it was worth $3.4 billion. And the breakdown they have here is what amount of it is paid subscription versus ad-supported versus uh, digital and customised radio services. The digital customised radio services are a little bit smaller. The ad-supported stuff, relatively small. What that would be is if you have free Spotify or free Deezer, where you don't pay for it, you get the ads after your songs. Yeah. But the smaller massive, than I thought it would be. Oh yeah, much smaller. But the massive, massive front runner is paid subscriptions. Yeah. The vast majority of people pay for these subscriptions, which is why they're making so much money. Yeah. And I suppose like it's not <coughs> like I mean, I pay like maybe like a tenner for mm. music and a tenner for watching shows and stuff. And like that's that's not much really a no. month. But I mean I know all like all my friends do the same, they pay the same. So, and that's just in a very small group of people. And this is, like, and that I'm on the basic package. Like, yeah. And there's, you can get, multi, like, I'm not surprised because uh, for, I didn't pay for ages. I kept on going for the free trials yeah. and stuff. But the ads just get annoying. <clears throat> that's pointed on. <laughs> I know, I know. But, uh, like... What we're seeing here, even like you guys can't see the graph, obviously, Mm. but what a trend you start to notice year on year is the overall subscriptions from the previous year basically add up to what becomes the paid subscriptions the next year. Because if you look at the the paid subscriptions from 2017, the number of paid subscriptions from 2017 is the equivalent of basically all of the subscriptions paid and non-paid the previous year. And the trend is nearly the same in this year. So what seems to be happening there is it's clear that a lot of people are getting it, liking it, having the free version, telling their friends, but then they're rolling over to become paid customers. So it shows the business model works. Yeah. But fascinating stuff, like, and I think it's with TV, it's becoming a big thing too. Netflix Definitely. and streaming. Uh, Netflix users are there's is it a hundred and thirty seven point one million in total. Oh my! And God. more than half of those are outside the states. Fifty seven percent are outside the states. Oh my god! Like that's huge. And considering Netflix didn't even launch here until something like twenty twelve. Yeah, and when it did, it was rubbish. Oh yeah. Like. It wasn't great. No. But like Netflix started off as uh, like video rental type yeah. of thing. Like DVD rental. Yeah, it was mainly movies. Yeah. 
And then eventually they, in the kind of, I think it was, it says it here actually, 2007, they started doing video streaming. And then by 2008, they were doing streaming on game consoles and stuff like that. Uh, and then 2010, it started to take off uh, onto more platforms so you yeah. could get it on everything. By 20, 2010 as well, it went into Canada. And then by 2012, it was relatively worldwide. You had it in uh, most of Europe and the UK and Ireland and stuff and it started to spread around. And, um, and it's gotten to the point now where they're being nominated for Oscars. Like Netflix yes. stuff is being nominated for yeah. Oscars. And I mean, because like, Netflix, I think it's kind of surpassed a lot of people's <coughs> judgments. Because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people might have thought it would have gone the same way as YouTube creators. Yeah. Because you get documentaries, you get fantastic content on YouTube. <coughs> And I, for a while, I think there was that. It was like, oh, Netflix is just going to be like, oh, you're a Netflix actor or something like yeah. that, or a Netflix creator. But no. No, you're getting big actors yeah. who are making... And like you you're know. getting mainstream oh, yeah. um, actors who are acting in uh, Netflix, Netflix shows. Netflix movies and shows. Like, like Drew Barrymore in yeah. Santa Clarita Diet. I cannot wait for the new season like, of that. <laughs> people who... You've got, you're getting actors now who never, back in the day, would never have touched TV. Exactly. Yeah, they, they wouldn't have been do seen a series. As, no, God, no, I wouldn't yeah. do TV. I'm yeah. a film actor. Yeah. And now they're doing Netflix stuff. Yeah. It's, this, these streaming things are just becoming so big. Yeah. Um, but I suppose this gets us on to sort of what the other topic was, because um, we could spend ages just talking about all these TV streaming and stuff, but it's the future of streaming and where it can kind of go. Yeah. And Google's big announcement from this day last week. Thank you Yay! very much, Google. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't have waited. Couldn't have waited a few days now. No. Or done it the day before. Yeah. <laughs> but no. <clears throat> Excuse me. By the way, my voice is probably going to come in and out because <laughs> I like my voice is in bits. I'm uh, recover. Not. I'm not even recovering. I'm still in the middle yeah, of the cold. Yeah, you're, you're in the depths. So of um, it. I do apologise if I sound absolutely <laughs> awful and my voice is irritating to listen to. But um. Google last week, this day last week, announced Stadia, mm. which is this huge deal now in, in the gaming industry. Yeah. Because it's kind of the next evolution of gaming in a lot of people's eyes. Definitely. It's game streaming, essentially. And that kind of had never really crossed my mind as an option mm. because you hadn't really seen it before. Yeah. And in theory, it's way more difficult. Yeah. Because if you think about it, if you're watching something... You don't think about it really. When you're watching something from Netflix or you're watching something or listening to something on your Spotify or whatever you're listening to it on, it's not being played locally at all. There's a server farm somewhere and it's all being played on that and you're getting a stream of that, essentially. You're playing it from there. Which is fine because if there's a slight delay, you don't even notice it. It's not that big a deal. But with a video game, you're pressing a button and you want immediate response. You You don't want latency. So your controller and your computer whatever you're playing on has to send the signal in this case say with google it'd be to california and back and it has to be instant as you're playing the game so it was very difficult to do yeah now in the interest of just letting people know there are other companies who are doing this we're not we're not uh kind of advocating for google here at all we're just Mm -hmm. because these are the ones who are going to probably be the ones who really break new ground here playstation have done it and xbox are working on it and nintendo have done it with a switch game there recently um, there was Resident Evil, the new Resident Evil game. Yeah. Um, not the newest one, the, the, the actual new one, Resident Evil 6? Six? Six. I, yes, I heard about The this. Switch wasn't powerful yeah. enough to play it, so they, you can, in Japan, you could actually stream it on your Switch. So you can still play a AAA game, even though the Switch isn't powerful enough to play it. Yeah. So that kind of stuff is really cool. Yeah. But um, anyway, they, they were talking about the whole thing, and when they talked about the, the product at first, they were saying, because imagine you're sitting down, you're watching your favourite YouTuber, or you're watching a trailer for a game 
and you're watching the trailer and you think this sounds fantastic. Yeah. When you get to the end of the video, there's a, a new option on the screen. It's not just like play the next video or whatever. One of those options is play now. Oh my you God. click on that and within five seconds you can be in that game. Playing what? the game. How crazy that's, is that? That's kind of mind blowing. And I do look like I feel like every week we have news and it sounds very futuristic, which is yeah. very exciting. And because I didn't really notice all these things before we started doing the show. Yeah, exactly. But like things like that, it sounds nearly dystopian. Yeah. Like just totally immersive and stuff. Oh, it's unbelievable. And you go from being <coughs> like a what's um not like a voyeur, like a Well yeah, it is sort of yeah. in a way you're 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 living the experience through watching someone else. Yeah. But now you can just click and play the game. Yeah. You become um, involved. You become involved in the game. Yeah. And they were talking about the possibility of like, you know, Twitch streamers and if you're watching your favourite yeah. streamer and they might be able to do a thing where it's like, hey guys, the first five people who want to jump into this game hit play, you can jump into the game. Yeah. Stuff like that. Now, it probably wouldn't be Twitch because YouTube have live streaming and stuff and Twitch is their biggest rival, yeah. so they're not going to allow yeah. it work on Twitch. But yeah. <laughs> the YouTube equivalent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so basically games can be able to be played uh, by just clicking on links, essentially. So I could be playing a game, really enjoying it, know it's something that's up your rally and go, oh, I better actually send this to Orla. And on Facebook Messenger or one of those types of things or, you know, an email, yeah. I could send you an email with a link, oh, you have to play this game. Oh. you can click on it and play it and just jump straight into the game. That's so cool. <clears throat> the really cool thing is, and this is, for me, is incredible, is it will work on essentially anything. So this laptop sitting in front of us, which is a pretty average laptop, it's you wouldn't be able to game on it. You could probably play some pretty low... Huh? You play Sims. You can play Sims on a toaster these That's days. That's all you need. Um, <laughs> but you can play some low quality games, stuff that you wouldn't need something really demanding for. Yeah. Um, sorry, my brain is not working today, so I'm trying to get these words out. I'm really pushing here. Oh um, my my la- my losing of English. Wow, my losing of English is contagious. Yes, possibly, <laughs> or it's just my my sickness, which is causing me to to overheat that and stuff. That's contagious. also. I'm hoping that. No, of course not. Colds aren't contagious. No, we didn't not. talk about viruses last week at all. No. Mm. Um. But no, that was the week before. So we didn't talk about viruses last week. I was right. Exactly. Um, but yeah, anyway, so the whole thing would be, and they showed on this whole thing where the guy had a pretty average laptop, nothing super powerful about it. You wouldn't be able to play a high a high res game, a high quality game. And he was playing the new Assassin's Creed on it mm-hmm. and it was running perfectly. And then he picked up the phone beside it and picked up immediately from where he left off on his oh. computer on the phone. And the whole thing would be, you could be on your way home on the bus playing a bit of Assassin's Creed mm-hmm. or whatever game it is you want to play. Get home, pick up from where you left off on your, your TV or your game or your, your, your laptop yeah. or anything. That's so Anything that, cool. could you, that can stream. The, it'll, I assume on a phone or a smart TV or anything, it would be an app. Yeah. But on laptops and stuff, it seems like it would just be in browser. Yeah. So you wouldn't even need to download specific things. That's Which, so cool. where I think this is going to be amazing if it works, is the PC gaming uh, sector, whatever you want to call it, can be very difficult to get into. It can be very daunting for people. Because yeah. most people play on console. I prefer yeah. to play on console. Yeah. And it's one of those things where you can go, you can buy the new console, bring it home, plug it in, stick your game in, and okay, you'll need to do updates and stuff. But you can essentially buy the console, plug it in, stick the game in it, it all works. You know every game you buy for PlayStation on the box will work in a PlayStation, with Xbox on the box will work in an Xbox. Yeah. You know this is how this works. Whereas with PC, each individual game, you have to change some settings. Sometimes your PC won't be powerful graphics enough. Cards. You'll have to get a new graphics card that, every that few before. years. You know, yeah, you know, so you know what I'm talking about. You've, yeah. you've done and that, like, you've dealt with that. As somebody who doesn't understand, I'm not a techie person. Yeah. So like, 
because Sims is the only computer game I play mm. um, and like PC game and th- when <coughs> like in the earlier days like when I got a I got a Sims game and my computer wouldn't run it yeah because I was just like what the heck is a graphics card <laughs> exactly and I mean that's a pretty easy to run game yeah and like it's not explicitly specified or like yeah it can be difficult it's kind of a need to know like a need something to you need to understand yeah you do need to understand it yeah and, and it's like, scary kids, it's a bit like, daunting to get yeah. into it and I even know for me, like I know I'd, I'm I'm pretty techy, and I know I could do it if I wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. But even I still sometimes I just can't be bothered with the idea of doing that. Yeah. Whereas now, and on top of that, it's the money. A yeah. friend of mine spent nearly three grand building his gaming PC, and he plays some oh, games on it. So cool. But he also, oh, it's dead. <laughs> but he also plays his PlayStation and stuff yeah. as well. So for me, my whole thing is: look, I don't want to put the time, the money, all of, excuse yeah. me, all of that into building a gaming PC that you're not going to have as your main gaming. Device. Yeah. But this opens up a whole new world where instead of pen spending a few grand possibly yeah. on a gaming PC, go into a PC shop, buy a mid range or average laptop, yeah. and now you have the ability to play PC yeah. quality games. Yeah. 1080p, 4K, depending on how good your internet signal is. Uh, you know how it, it opens up the ability to way more people who have way more, are in way different uh, wage brackets yeah. to be able yeah. to get into PC gaming without having to incur the, the costs and the time expenditure and stuff that we all have to put into if you want to get into that that area. Which I think that's brilliant. It's it's making it a bit more equal for people. It's Definitely. open for more people. Yeah. And it's like, again, it's just kind of a jump to the next best thing. <clears throat> yeah. Because as you said, going from playing the game on the bus to getting home, because I, I know myself, if, again, Sims, I play more games, I play things on other things. Like, yeah. I, I play Nintendo games. Um, but like I used to hate that that was the only place I could play yeah and like I still have Sims still going strong <laughs> Sims 4 <laughs> and I rarely play it I love it a bit yeah but it's the whole thing of I can't just like you know curl up with a blanket in my bed and play it I'm downstairs I'm on a chair at a desk yeah playing it so and like I mean even when it comes to streaming movies and TV shows like I can either be like snuggled up or I can be in transit somewhere. Yeah. It's you can do it anywhere. And this opens that up yeah, for and people. Games are kind of more engaging. Exactly. Like I use shows to fall asleep to. <laughs> yeah, and like and I know this works because I've always been a big handheld fan. Mm. I love handhelds. Mm. I've had every Nintendo handheld. I love handheld gaming. It's just yeah. something from my very first console I ever owned was a Game Boy. An original Same. Game Boy. So like I so you know, nah, mine was the original, the big grey block. Yeah. Um, but that was that was what got me into playing video games, yeah. and it's the fact that you can do that. You can curl up on a couch, you can lie in bed and play. You can the whole thing, and this opens that up now to console level games. Now mm. I know the Switch has kind of done that as well. Like yes, the Nintendo Switch yeah. is amazing, but um, this makes it easier for people who, as I said, would not have the capabilities or the funds or anything yeah. like that to go spend a few grand yeah. on a gaming PC. Now, okay, you can actually build a really good gaming PC for about a grand. That well, a good gaming PC, a fair yeah. one. Um, now, of course, still a lot of money. There's issues here as well um, because, of course, anybody who's listening to this who's into fighting games, like I'm a big fighting game person, like Tekken is my, my jam, <laughs> uh, big into fighting games, uh, or if you're a big FPS player, like first-person shooter player, you love playing online. <laughs> I was going online. to say, for those of us who aren't super gaming. First-person <laughs> shooters. Uh, if you're big into those types of things, latency is an issue. So the best yes. way to describe latency for people who don't know what I mean is the time stuff. between you pressing a button 
and the stuff on the screen reacting to you pressing that yeah. button. Uh, you, gamers go through all, this all the time. Where, like TVs now have game mode on them, which basically ah. cuts the latency uh, down, so it makes the it makes it a bit quicker. Um, it's brilliant <laughs> but it's because people realise that you know gamers want to play on their big TV their big yeah. expensive TV instead of going out and having to buy a, a monitor because gaming monitors are better and mm. just companies who put all this time and money into making game monitors that have like nearly you can't have zero latency but as close as they can get to zero latency Yeah. and by doing streaming you're introducing latency in now there was a bit of a leak of so some information about it about kind of the, the whole situation and how it works but this isn't really to do with the leak. This is actually a stress test that uh, Digital Foundry did okay. where they looked into how uh, how it all works in terms of comparing it to a PC running uh, 60 frames per second, an Xbox One running the game normally, and Stadia. There's about 79 milliseconds of lag or latency on a PC, a really high-level PC, so very low latency. Yeah. That's the PC they tested it on. An Xbox One has about 145 milliseconds, Ooh. but that's still fine. Like You can play on that. That's no problem. Yeah. Stadia will only have 166 milliseconds. Okay. So ignore the PC. It's yeah. got, The PC destroys consoles when it comes to this kind of stuff. Yeah, because so that's what it's physically yeah, that's what to it's do. For, like, yeah. both there, like. But where compare, compare it to the console. Because right now, if you play a console, you're probably okay with the, the level of latency. I play yeah. fighters on console, and I have no problem with lag or yeah. anything like that. It's fine. So you're comparing 145 milliseconds to 166 milliseconds. That's almost not noticeable. Yeah. You would and have to be... Because you're not be... talking about, like, hun- like, it's milliseconds. Milliseconds. Like... like there's no way that's perce- perceivable. And the people who yeah. have tested it have said they don't really feel that difference. Yeah. They know that difference is there because their computer is telling them that the difference is there. Yeah. But they don't really feel it. Yeah. And they're saying the vast majority of gamers, even hardcore gamers, are not going to notice. Yeah. Maybe super competitive fighting games. Because there's people who professionally play fighting yeah. games. And they do everything they can to have no lag in their setup. So those people, this isn't going to be an option for them because those extra few milliseconds they've probably Matter. spent the last 10 years trying to shave that those milliseconds <laughs> off they don't want to be bringing them back yeah. but for your average person like someone like me who's into them but isn't competitive like I don't yeah. play competitively uh, that's fine I could get around that that's not a problem <laughs> but to think that the signal because when you're playing on your Xbox you're pressing the button on your Xbox or your Playstation or whatever you play on is yeah. right in front of you when you're playing on Stadia you're sending this signal to in our case it'd be near the other side of the world you're sending yeah. it to California and back now, these guys who were testing it were in the States, but they weren't in California. They were still a distance away. Yeah. And they were still finding re- really low latency. And sure, would that make a difference? Like, will there be more latency over here? Because it's, I was just like, I... Logic would dictate that there'd be a little bit of a difference. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, you're n- not massively, you're probably going to add another few milliseconds on, yeah. depending on the distance. But, like, of, of course, the signal, even though it moves at, like, light speed, the signal still has to get from point A to point B. Yeah. So if you move point B further away from point A, it is going to take longer, but yeah. probably not noticeably. Because, like, in my head, I still, like, I mean, Wi-Fi. I, like, as we said, we were the kind of generation that was in between. Like, I remember yeah. very vaguely, you know, to a time before internet. Yeah. Like, I remember dial-up and that... Yeah, so do Don't I. pick up the phone. No, <laughs> yeah. uh, who pick up, who's not, I can't make a phone call. Who's on the internet? <laughs> um, like, I still remember that. So, wrapping my head around Wi-Fi and 
baffles me. I'm mm. just like, what do you mean? It's just signals in the air. I kind of <laughs> love being part of that generation, though, mm. where it is still kind of baffling. Of wonderment. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it is still kind of like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> How does this work exactly? Yeah. But like, now I love that kind of stuff. Uh, of course, the question on a lot of people's minds are going to be, how good is your internet going to need to be? Yeah. Because the 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 real the, re, the reality the reality I just made up a word. Um, With the reality. Degree, I decree that that is now a word. Yeah, the reality mm. uh, of the situation is, if you live in Dublin, your internet's probably decent mm. because you're living in a metropolitan area. It, there's a lot of people. They try to make it so that your internet is as fast as possible. Yeah. And we have internet providers here who offer like fiber optic broadband and it's very quick. Yeah. But if you're in the countryside and especially if you're in an area that needs satellite broadband, yeah. you're probably in a bit of trouble here. Yeah. And that's where it's never going to, I don't think, take over. No. They're, they're saying... Um, there will always be... Because there are just areas that can't have it. We yeah. don't have the facilities or the technology yet mm. to supply it to these types yeah, of exactly. areas. And that's a problem. Yeah. Um, and that's a problem here, but it's a problem in the States as well, yeah. that there's a lot of parts of the States where they just don't have good coverage. Yeah. Um, I know, because I've, I've had friends and stuff who have lived in Australia, and apparently Australia. they're known for having really bad broadband. Yeah. Um, no offence to any Australians who <laughs> could possibly stumble across this show at some point. But um, yeah, they're not apparently known for having quite bad broadband. Now, yeah. what they're saying is... Uh, you'll need there's actually there's an official thing that they had they had pointed out themselves um, in terms of what you'd need but it's been tested by people and what it, it seems is that they're saying Google themselves are saying you'll need about two or 25 megabits down uh, some download speed so if you've got 25 meg broadband essentially type of a thing mm-hmm. think of it that way most people have more than that these days yeah. uh, you'll be able to game at 1080p 60 frames a second uh, what has actually been found is an ideal connection is closer to 50, 50 down and 15 up okay. upload speeds. So most people, I think, would be able to do that. Yeah. Now, if you want to get up to 4K, you're going to need 230 megabits a second, roughly. Okay. Now, that's Which where it gets more difficult because I know I couldn't do that. No. Like, my speed is nowhere near that. No way. Uh, I think I'm supposed to be getting, like, 130, but I don't get 130. I, I know, I'm supposed to be getting more than that, but I don't get near what I'm supposed to be getting anyway. I don't know what I'm getting, but it, it makes Netflix really slow. <laughs> mm. That's what I know. Really? Yeah. Because there's actually, there's information here on, when it comes to that, do you use like HD Netflix or do you do the 4K Netflix? Normal. Just normal Netflix? Because yeah. HD, HD streaming on Netflix in terms of bandwidth, uh, and bandwidth is a totally different conversation to get mm. into, but just know that it's an important thing. You'll need um, about... Uh, three gigabyte, gigabytes, sorry, gigabytes in this case, per hour of bandwidth. Uh, with 4K Netflix, you'll need uh, more than twice that. Okay. So it's gonna, you, you will overall, you're gonna need a good, a good connection. Yeah. Now Google has the advantages of their Google. Yes. So yeah. in the bandwidth on their end is not gonna be a problem. Yeah, but I mean, like, as a, every year it seems to be well for me in particular that there's mm. I see ads for new types of broadband and faster broadband and different bandwidths and things like yeah. that but and like is there is there kind of an ETA on Stadia like will this kind of correspond this with year this year it's coming out this year oh. we'll get more information in the summer and it will launch in 2019 so what? we're assuming late 2019 oh because I was going to say you know maybe like colloquial broadband will oh, catch no. up um but this is what a lot of people are saying, and this is where it's going to have a big impact on the tech industry, is something like this. If this takes off and becomes a really big thing, which it may or it may not, um, but if it does, if this takes off, it could really push internet service providers 
to mm. up their game. Yeah. Because they they kind of need to, you know, yeah. at this point. It's one of those situations where it, it's going to push everybody because it's going to push the console manufacturers as well, the people involved Definitely. in PC gaming. The more competition that exists in the market, the more innovation that happens, the more people are pushed to do more things. Competition is massively important. And you see that. Like, I mean, between, like, Xbox, PlayStation and Nintendo, mm. like... There's, like when the Switch came out, or not the Switch, sorry, the the Wii, mm. that like was groundbreaking. Yeah, that was. And then PlayStation copied them. Exactly, <laughs> but I mean, you see, like they copy them, and they it's like it's like anything, like the space race. Yeah. Like it was the Russians against America and all this, and you, you, it, need you, competition. you fight because because you want to do you want your team to win, you yeah. want to do better, and without competition, everything. Kind of dulls down, which happened with consoles a few years ago. Yeah, like, like it's one of those things where nothing amazing was happening. No, and I like I remember, and I was only talking to a friend <laughs> about this recently. And I remember when the new console would come out, and you were stunned yeah. by the graphics because it looked amazing. Yeah, and then when the last generation of consoles came out, it was like yeah, these uh, these are pretty. Yeah. They're fine. <laughs> but like it would, they were they look great. They did yeah. look better than the previous generation, but, but not marginally. Enough. Yeah, because I mean I see that with phones. Like I mean. I, I'm Apple. Boo. <laughs> I know. Uh, I know, but I'm just so used to it. And I'm, I feel like I've just been indoctrinated. But like, I, I don't see enough difference. Now, I went from a six to an eight. So I saw a big mm. difference there. That was a big jump. I was very happy. But like, between the, between the two generations, it's very kind of things that I wouldn't notice. Yeah. Like, oh, the screen is more crisp or there's insert digital jargon yeah. here. And I'm like, cool. Yeah. Can I still play apps? <laughs> That's the thing. But the, it's because they've got no real competition. Mm. Because, okay, yeah. there's a crap load of different phone manufacturers yeah. out there. But really, there's only two. There's yeah. Samsung, Samsung and, Apple. and Apple. That's it. Like, everybody else is below them and trying to catch up yeah. and just trying to Regard- pick up the scraps, essentially. And like, regardless of phones that do come out, that sound fantastic. Like, mm. a lot of people just become they loyal just to their brands. Yeah. Like, I'm and loyal to Apple, you're loyal to Samsung. Yeah, and that's just the way people get mm. Um, but the, the the problem with that is Apple and Samsung aren't... They are competitors, but they're not competitors. Yeah. Because someone like me who's fully bought into the Android ecosystem, yeah. I'm never going to buy an iPhone. No. Because it doesn't matter. Then The next iPhone could literally make me dinner for me and drive me to work. And I still wouldn't wouldn't want to get it because I'm not used... I don't use Apple. Exactly. You know? And like I... So there's I, no competition is what I'm saying. Yeah, because they're so totally different. Like, I'm used to the Apple interface. Like, I know how to use it. I know if I get a new one. Yeah, a few different things here and there. But it's not going to be, like, an entire different product. Because yeah. my dad has a Samsung. And anytime he asks, like, if he's looking for something or wants me to do something on it, I'm like... I don't know. Like, I just don't... Yeah. Even his settings. I don't know where his settings are. I know where everything is on Apple settings. And... But that's what happens. Yeah. But so that's... I don't want to... I And, like, I know Samsung, <coughs> they're better quality phone, better quality for money and stuff. Mm. But I was... I bought in at a young age and yeah. I don't see myself leaving anytime that's soon. The, that's the thing. And we all do it. And I think <laughs> the problem with, with video game consoles, because mm. it's sort of what we're talking about, is yeah. um, they innovate 
to an extent. Yeah. But the problem is the Xbox and the PlayStation are essentially the same thing. They've yeah. got some differences. One's a little bit more powerful, blah, blah, blah. And you can get but they're essentially the same thing. Can you get the same game? Yeah, you can get okay. the same games on both. <laughs> it's like, wait, there are a few exclusives on either one. Yes, yeah. Nintendo are the only ones who go, mm. we don't want to do what you're doing. We're yeah. going to do something crazy. Yeah. And they do their own thing. Yeah. But Nintendo are never going to take, but they're never going to take the market share away from the two big ones. Exactly, Whereas yeah. now you've got one of the biggest companies on the entire planet coming yeah. in and saying, well, we want to play with the console people too. We're going to get involved in this. <laughs> it's like this big shadow coming yeah. across the playground. <laughs> like, you know, Nintendo's over in the sandbox. Like, Sony and Xbox are on the swings. arguing with each other. Yeah. About, you know, this is more important. No, this is more important. <laughs> I can swing higher. And then just this dark cloud is like, can I play? <laughs> and it's just this and really cool runs, thing. runs screaming. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like, that's what's happening. There's a shake-up. And I think with technology... Yeah, it is needed. It's massively needed because the console kind of situation has been the same for so long. Mm. And now, I'm going to fully admit this here. I am probably not going to get in on this whole thing. Really? Uh, no, probably not. Because as I said before, I like my uh, I like my physical media. I like having my going in and buying games. I like that whole thing. But the pricing, mm. here's the thing. And this is what is going to get me kind of into it. There was a lot of people saying it'll be one of two things. It'll either be a subscription service like PlayStation now have done with their streaming service. Because streaming, gaming streaming already exists, yeah. but it's just not, it hasn't taken off yet. Yeah. But I've wanted to give PlayStation now a go, but I've never done it because it's like X number of euro a month and it's very expensive. Yeah. Um, and I've been trying to think, oh, that's not worth it for me to do that just to give it a go. Yeah. But and like, would you get the the, mon- the monetary value like, yeah, it's out like, of it? Would I manage, do I have would the time Would you be playing one now? game or something? Yeah, because like the thing is... For the month when you could actually I'm, just buy it for cheaper. I'm sadly a grown-up now <laughs> and that means I don't have the time. Like years ago as a kid, if someone said, okay, it's like, I don't know what PlayStation now is, I'm just going to throw a number out there. Say it's 50 quid a month, mm. right? As a kid, I would have been kind of like, oh, well, I play way, I'd get way more than one, two, three, four games p- completed in a month, no problem. Yeah. So it would be worth that kind of money. If I had the time I had as a kid and the money to do it too, it would absolutely be worth, say, 50 quid a month. But now as an is, adult, yeah. I don't. I don't know but if I'm going to get... Money. I have the money. <laughs> but I don't know if I'm going to get one game completed in the course of a month. So mm. I don't know if that's going to be good value yeah. or not. So I won't do it. But what these guys are doing, and I think this is so clever, is it's pay per game. <gasps> okay. So it's free to sign up to Stadia. Okay. Now, that's not definite. This is part of the leak that came out. This is okay. this could change. But as of right now, it looks like it's going to be free to get involved, free to get onto the platform, and you'll pay per game. And it would be the same price as a game that you buy. I hope buy. not, because you're basically renting it. Yeah. Like, if they charge the same price as it would cost you to go buy a game, then I'm totally to against it. downloading that. then. Yeah, like, yeah, and downloading, this drives me mad about downloading while we're on this tangent. Um, this Actually, just realised, this is the first show we've done. We, this is a science and technology show. Mm. We always say that it's both science and technology. Mm. This is the first show I think we've ever done that's been entirely technology. Yeah. We haven't done any, like, su- super sciencey stuff. But um, the problem I've had with downloading stuff is there's times when I've gone, and I this happened to me last week. I went and looked at a game, looking, for, looking at it online, and it was 20 quid to buy it. Um, from Amazon have it shipped grant the whole thing mm-hmm. would have cost me just over 20 quid with shipping and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff although I possibly pay to not have to pay for that kind of stuff because Prime <laughs> um, but 
the same game was 70 quid to download it from the PlayStation Store. That does my head in. <laughs> Why is it so much more expensive? I'm not getting anything extra. I'm yeah. getting less. I'm not getting out in physical. Or even when it's the same price as like, you know, you walk into a shop and it's say like the game is 35 euro. And then you go online and it's like, 34.99. I'm just like, but why? Yeah. Like, you're going to clog up memory on my device when I could just go buy it. I will only download if there's a, a reasonably big saving. Yeah, like, I or I I do it with my 3DS. Mm. And if I'm lazy or if I get it into my head, I'm like, no, I want that retro game right now. Yeah, that's and, different yeah. because retro <laughs> stuff is the only way you can get a lot of it unless you want to buy the original cartridge and a, a Super Nintendo, Yeah, which is great fun. But yeah. <laughs> like, if you don't have the ability to do that or you don't want to go to that expense, I think it's, it's great that you can go and do that. But it's, it's really bad for me because I am quite... <clears throat> I'm I'm an imp- impulsive person, but not regularly. Mm. But when I get an idea in my head, I'm like, want it, <laughs> 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 and then like I I do not take I don't like I could be thinking about it for a long time, and then one day I'll be like, today's the day, and I go, like no no second thoughts, no nothing, just I go out. I did that this weekend. I bought a switch. Oh, wow. I did. Oh, welcome to the team. <laughs> I know, I'm so excited. <laughs> I didn't say this earlier on in the show because I knew I'd just waffle on about it. There's going to be an entire, entire episode of this at some point where we're literally just trading Pokemon. Oh, it's yeah. like, sorry, it's, it's, we'll, we'll get to the show eventually, I yeah. swear. And <laughs> 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 we're going to talk about this after the show. This is all we're going to talk about after the show. <laughs> oh, it is. Um, but yeah, Sean's just been at kind me of, for a while. Th- yeah, I've been kind of trying to like poke for a while just yeah. to see what happened and it's happened <laughs> um, but yeah just kind of one last thing before we move on um, is one thing I think is really cool about this and I like this and I think this is one of the big takeaways I enjoy about it is say if you're playing a game mm-hmm. and I'm playing the same game and I get completely stuck yeah. and I just cannot work out how to get past it what you could do is on your game you could play past that bit do the oh. bit and then you could send me a link to your save state <gasps> And I could pick up from where you left off. Oh, that's so cool. That is very cool. <gasps> oh, I'd annoy my brothers so much Could with you that. get me past this bit? Could you get me past this bit? Because I used to do that <laughs> when we had the Xbox. I, I, I'm really bad at video games. So I'd get stuck easily and I'd just call one of my brothers in. I'd be like, Liam, Ronan, I'm stuck again. It's just like, well, it's been five Happy. minutes. I'm still stuck. <laughs> I'm stuck on a different thing now. Yeah. <laughs> Now, my brothers are both like 10 years older than me. So, I mean, they were obviously going to be much better oh, yeah. than little old me. Of course. It's not fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there you go. There's uh, our kind of... We kind of went further, I think, on that than I thought we were going to yeah. go. But streaming in general and Stadia. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm interested to see what happens. Me too. I like innovation in anything. And I love innovation in gaming. And there hasn't really... The Switch is a massive innovation in gaming. Yeah. I give that to Nintendo. Mm. But there hasn't been anything completely groundbreaking exactly. in a while. And this could shake up the whole industry. It's all been very much stepping stones. like, And because, because consoles and graphics and things like that <clears> are so good now. And so, like, even going back 10 years... Like comparing, even to compare the Switch to the Wii, the graphics, yeah. the graphics alone on both of them, light years ahead. Oh, yeah. So the year, two years in between the new console releases, there is, there's enough to be like, Mm. Oh, that's lovely, isn't it? Like, you know, it's a little bit faster. Or, like, <laughs> you know, there's enough to kind of give it a gimmick. Yeah. And um, because it's not the exact same and because it's still so new to us mm. and like techn- like HD and 4K and all this stuff, it's still like, oh, that's very nice. Yeah, isn't I it? only bought into 4K last year. I finally cracked. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's with this, it's just like, oh, 
future. Mm. <laughs> this is this is something cool. Yeah. This isn't nice little nice little accomplishment there. Yeah. This is like wow, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but like it is it is really exciting. Um and I know we've kind of taken up the whole show mm. with this because it is the main thing and it's the most exciting thing. But we mentioned earlier on about like how digital downloads they kind of fizzled out. Yeah. Or well, we think they're going to fizzle out, but physical still there and how like as amazing as game streaming is going to be and mm. it's a game changer it's not it's more than likely not going to take away from the physical games yeah and a little kind of a little reminder is i went i looked into like the history of video games and for one the first one was actually invented in 1947 wow yep it was called bertie the brain <laughs> And it was the first interactive electronic game with an electronic display. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. But it was seen as just like, oh, it's just <coughs> a little experiment by an inventor. Um, and it was a, it, he made it for an exhibition. Uh, mm. for It was the National Ca- Canadian Exhibition. And after the exhibition, they dismantled it. And that oh, was no. It. Yeah. Um, so that's, it, that's you're a real hipster if you've managed to find that game yeah. never mind your pongs and stuff they're too modern but like it was <laughs> it wasn't it was like it took up nearly the entire it was about the size of that wall like it's huge and um, it measured four metres tall <laughs> and you could it was tic-tac-toe oh okay that was it so that it was, was essentially it yeah and like it was like people were crazy about it they're like oh my god this is amazing and it was just tic-tac-toe. And they were wow. like, yep, yeah, that was nice. Took it down. <laughs> That's but, such a shame. Yeah. And then, like, it it, was, it got the ball rolling for, for other ones because, yeah. like, a few years later, there was one called Tennis for Two. Now, when I was looking up... So, lo- Pong. I thought it was Pong as well, but it wasn't. No. Yeah, because I was just like, oh, like Pong. No, it was the precursor to Pong. Um, it was in October 1958. The first actual video game um, was revealed. And it was invented by William Higginbotham. And it's a great name. <laughs> I know. The game only took hours to design. Like, out of, like, I mean, the, the years that goes into creating yeah. games. And he was like, me. <laughs> Here's my idea. Yeah. And was it the same? Was it like paddles and ball? Similar, yeah. yeah. And um, But there was no there was no scorekeeper. You wrote down your score. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it obviously just didn't have the capabilities to to save like that. Because yeah. obviously to keep score, it has to have memory. Yeah. So it probably didn't have, or storage. So it probably yeah. didn't have any kind of memory or storage system. Nope. Wow. And once again, Tennis for Two was sadly dismantled and used Stop for Stop dismantling games. <laughs> Because again, they were just like, ah, it's probably, just, that's a nice thing. Cool, look. And it's now it's finished. <laughs> um, and Do you imagine that if like games now, like you buy the new Grand Theft Auto game and then like <laughs> all of a sudden someone comes around to your house after you complete it. Yeah, that's great. Yes. Snap the disc. <laughs> and goes around to every other house with it. <laughs> like, nah. Yeah, this is the day we're, we're getting rid of it all. We're just destroying them all. Yep. That's so crazy. <laughs> and then like Pong didn't come around until 1972. 72, was it? Yeah, yeah. But, um, like, Pong was invented by Atari. Mm. And Intar- uh, Intari? Intari. Atari, Atari was, was, came about in 1972. So this was, like, their, their first game, wow. essentially, to get recognition. And it was Pong. And going back to things like, oh, we're, gonna, like, we're not going to have physical games anymore. Like, we're only going to be streaming. They're, everybody is a sucker for nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Like, look at the likes of restaurants and in like in town that have arcade games from yeah. the 70s and <coughs> 80s and like 
They're not. They're not high res. They are like some of the screens are really hard to see because yeah, the, the, so the brightness is cases, so low, yeah. and like you still like to play it. Like yeah. And I say, I think it says a lot about kind of humans in general. Like, take a ball. Mm-hmm. Animals, humans, everybody, everybody loves a ball. Yeah. And when you can have fun with it, and it's the most basic thing, you can have as much fun with a ball as you can with with stadia. Yeah, kind of you probably could. Yeah. Different types of enjoyment. Absolutely, yeah. But you're not going to have, like, you're not going to be less happy. No, if you're out with a couple of people kicking a football around or something, you're going to have great crack. Yeah. yeah. So I think, like, there's that nostalgia and there's still that basic kind of level of happiness mm. being satisfied and playing these similar types of games. Yes, the graphics are rubbish, but is it, it's like, sometimes it is just about the game you're actually playing. Yeah. And, of course, and then, like, you know, I need to mention this because your T-shirt is perfect. Tetris t-shirt. Yes, Tetris. Te- Tetris, I'm just going to, yeah, Tetris t-shirt. Tetris. It's, it's so cool. That was the number one game. This wasn't planned, me I wearing know. the Tetris t-shirt today. What I saw it today, I was like, Tetris. <laughs> Tetris was the number one game of the 80s and it was released in 1985 and Tetris, I think, it's not combat, it's not competitive. It's, it's a puzzle, not, basically. Yeah. And it does your head in. It's so much fun. Oh, it's so satisfying when you when you get it right, though. They go so fast. Do you know what the pieces and are called? Tetlings. Tetraminos. Or tetromino. That's I don't know exactly better. how you pronounce it. Tet- tetromino? Tetromino? I love it. I like really love it. Like a Tetris domino, basically. Like, it's a piece. Oh. Hmm. And I have searched... Ed- Stadia, if you're listening, you sentient being <laughs> give us a version of Tetris no, give me the original <laughs> version of Tetris I do not want your flashy graphics and all this I like I don't want I just want the super pixely like the basic Tetris yeah with the rubbish transition between colours mm. when you go when you change level like the wallpaper changing I want that level because nostalgia yeah this is why I want it like I want I that Tetris low on res. my phone but it's not good enough it's not the same it's too fancy it is. It's yeah. way too fancy. It's just like, it's it's too colourful. Like, yeah. Tetris effect looks amazing. Yeah. But, like, it's too crazy. No. But, uh, yeah, we've managed to literally talk about yeah. <laughs> gaming stuff <laughs> for the whole show. Um, we have to wrap up because we yeah. are fast running out of time. <laughs> um, we'll we, we probably be more science next week because we yes. did a full technology show this week. <laughs> we essentially did a full gaming <gasps> show and streaming. We didn't get doom and gloomy. Oh, we didn't. Woo-hoo. No existential crises. World didn't end. No. No viruses. Uh, what well, we I'm suffering from one, but other than that. And what did we say last week? That we wouldn't be saying anything like that this mm. week. See, we keep our promises. Go us. <laughs> but go, go us is what we must do now. We yes. must go. That was a really bad transition. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you for listening. Thank we'll you see guys. you guys next week. Yes. I am really sick. I need to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, it might just be me next week. You know, I can throw my voice. I yeah, might have fine. a very high-pitched voice. I, I can go, can go low. low. I can, I, ooh, no, I actually can't. <laughs> uh, right, the music is playing. That means we've got to go. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Take care and stay safe. <laughs>